Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night. Well, it's only Thursday, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to say, I'm going to say, thank God it's Friday. I mean, can you imagine it's only about 10 days till Christmas? Oh, my God. Don't remind me. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. Have you done any Christmas shopping? I got something for myself. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the in best the studio. gifts I've ever, I've ever gotten, I've given Priorities, to myself. Priorities, people. In the studio, we have Judge Richard Weinberg. We have uh, Ed Cox, 10 years GOP chairman. Uh, ex-governor. I had to say ex. Former governor. What's more proper, former governor or ex-governor? Former governor. Excellency. Excellency. <laughs> Excellency, former governor uh, David Patterson. And uh, Lydia Serrani on my right. And uh, let me tell you something. I, I am doing a reality check that it's only uh, almost how many days to the end of uh, the year? 15 16. days left? Mm-hmm. 16 days? After today, yeah. yeah. This is, it's mind-boggling. Right. And then on the 21st, we got the expiration of Title 42, and we should see possibly 15,000 migrants I'm watching a it. day. We, we have, uh, in, in our studio here, we have uh, uh, television uh Televisions with MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Fox Business, you name it, we got it. And uh, on every one of the channels, you're watching uh, people crossing the border. And Governor Patterson, what did you say to equate that 15,000 people a day? It's a stadium full of people emptying out in that area every day. So you imagine your Madison Square Garden where the Knicks and the Rangers play, emptying that place out. Uh, My wife went last night to see uh, uh, who, who was the the big uh, Botticelli. No, Bo- yeah. Oh, really? Because I my saw son the, in, the, in in I my saw it on went. Instagram. Uh, some of his performances and his son is gorgeous and what a beautiful family and beautiful voices yeah, yeah, from God. Great seats and son and daughter perform with him. Yes, amazing. I, I heard it was a beautiful uh, Bocelli. 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 Andrea Bocelli. And his son is Mike Matteo or something, right? Right. Okay. Anyway, so we've got a great show for everyone tonight. Do you want to go to our first guest, John? Sure. What do we Her have? Her name is Morgan Ortegas. She is an American television commentator, financial analyst, and political advisor who served as a spokesperson for the United States Department of State. Uh, she previously held government positions, uh, numerous positions. Uh, they're Fox News contributor. You name it. She also worked with Pompeo, correct? That's- in the Navy Reserve. That's right. Navy Reserve. I can go on and on. She's she's a current officer in the United States Navy Reserve. So Morgan Ortegas, besides Randy Weingarten, what is the greatest <laughs> threat to America? <laughs> well, well, first of all, I was sitting here humming time to say goodbye. Uh, but, but oh, can I'm you get off speakerphone? The whole conversation. Can you get off speakerphone? Yeah, you're echoing in the studio. I'm, oh, I'm not on speaker. Oh. Or is it your ear pods or your pods? Let me try something else. Or just put the from just. Okay. Oh, that sounds. That's better. Is that better? Yes. A little better. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Good. Perfect. All I was saying was I was humming uh, uh, some Andrea Bocelli songs from your last conversation, so I'm jealous for whoever got to attend last night. I understand he was phenomenal at Madison Square Garden last night. Good. Well, listen, there are so many threats to go around the world. I agree with my former uh, boss, Mike Pompeo, that there's no there's no threat as bad as the ones uh, that are internal. Right. I mean, because if we turn 
uh, our young people and our children against the, the fundamental uh, beliefs that created this nation, against democracy, against freedom. Um, and if you start to teach, you know, that people wonder why we have a retention and why we have a recruiting problem in the United States military. Um, and they can blame it on COVID all they want. But I think fundamentally, when you teach young people that this country isn't worth fighting for, uh, that this is a racist nation that was founded on white supremacy, well, why in the world would you want to sign up to potentially give your life for that nation. It was a very different message than the message, you know, so many of us heard during 9-11 and after 9-11, whenever we were all inspired to serve our country. You know, saying that, I also think I talk a lot about the threat from the Chinese Communist Party. Um, and, uh, and and we can, I could go on that for about an hour, so you guys will have to tell me where, where you want to go. But I can certainly detail the threats coming in from China as well. Well, speaking of China, we have a fentanyl crisis. An average of 300 people die a day from overdoses. Uh, John, you found this interesting article that we're seeing the number of teens overdosing doubling. And yet the Biden administration is doing nothing about it. We know it's coming through the border. We know Title 42 is expiring on December 21st. You heard us talking about it, that we're expecting 15,000 migrants to pour into this country every single day. Among them, God only knows who, terrorists, drug traffickers, at this point, does Mayorkas need to be impeached? Uh, I certainly think it should be on the table. There's no reason why it shouldn't. Listen, you just mentioned fentanyl, uh, which is the number one killer of young people in our country. And we know the chemical precursors come from China. Uh, and they're sending it to the Mexican cartels, and it's being trafficked over this open border, this lawless border, this indefensible, indefendable border <laughs> that the Biden administration has set up. I actually had an op-ed, uh, I think just last week, out in the Washington Examiner, where I think, where I said that I think that this is basically uh, China declaring chemical warfare on the young people of our country. Uh, I, and I don't, I mean, listen, I'd love to go through, maybe we should do this, maybe my team should do this. I'd love to go through uh, the, the White House press briefings over the last two years, almost two years since Biden has been in office. I'd love to go through Biden's press conferences and see what, if anything, they're saying about fentanyl, because I don't hear anything coming from this administration. It seems to be almost someone else's problem from them. And, you know, when, when President Biden was recently had his first face-to-face meeting with Xi Jinping, I said that should be at the top of their list. It should be at the top of our list to stop sending these chemicals uh, to cartels in Mexico that are killing our young people, the number one killer. Um, and and he is uh, President Biden is not taking it seriously. And Mayorkas and his team certainly aren't taking it seriously. I, I mean, the name and the title Department of Homeland Security is a joke under this administration. Uh, there, there's nothing that they're doing. to keep now, this Morgan Edcox here. Now, you worked with very serious individual secretary of state, Mike Pompeo. Uh, Tell us about China. They're no longer doing the wolf warrior stuff. Uh, suddenly they want to communicate more that Xi now has been elected uh, as the uh, chairman of the party as well as president. Uh, tell, us, tell us how you see China at this point. Oh, I think I think that, you know, they may say that they're not doing Wolf Warrior. I, I think maybe they decided to pivot and change tactics. Uh, but if you listen to Xi Jinping's speeches, I have friends that, of course, uh, you can find it online, the English translation. He was just giving uh, his major speech at the Chinese, uh, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, the, the 20th Party Congress. And again, that's where he received yet another term. Um, and he makes it very, very clear uh, what he is planning to do. First of all, it's, it's, he made it clear that Taiwan is a total red line for them um, in a position that they will defend to whatever degree they need to defend it to. China also has, has uh, ambitions, of course, they want to be the regional dom- dominant player. They want to control the region. It's why 
whenever he stood in the Rose Garden with President Obama, I think it was in 2016, maybe it was 2015, but I think it was 2016 when he stood in the Rose Garden, he promised that he would not uh, militarize the South China Sea. He's done that. He promised that they would stop uh, stealing our IP. Uh, they have not stopped doing that. Spoiler alert. Uh, and if anything, they are growing louder uh, and more ambitious. They have a larger Navy than the United States Navy right now. It, it's a it's a historic military uh, buildup uh, of proportions that that basically none of us have seen in our lifetime. Governor Patterson. I was wondering uh, when you were talking about uh, President C and uh, the speeches he makes. I read a speech that he made in 1998. This is before he was president saying that he thought that there should be world dominance by the Chinese by 19, by 2049. And it seems to me that every step he's taken is, is to try to achieve that. And it's just interesting that he really hasn't been called on it because no one in this country wants to offend the Chinese because they spend so much money here. And they, uh, you know, you speak, speak on a college campus, the, uh, the odds are that the Chinese are part of funding the schools. So if you say anything negative, you'll never be invited back. I think it's a lot more dangerous than people are considering it. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I, I don't think that the American public realizes. I mean, there's so many different ways we could go down. But let's just let's just think about religious freedom, religious liberty. That's something that's a bedrock principle in the United States, right? The freedom to worship whomever and however you would like. Um, well, no, no surprise. I talked about this a lot when I'm a State Department spokesperson. Uh, I think most people are aware of this. If not, you should be. There is an ongoing genocide against Muslim Uyghurs in Xinjiang right now. Uh, there are reports, um, and this is something that's been recognized by both administrations, uh, by President Trump's administration. We recognize that at the end, uh, and Biden did as well. But there's reports of forced sterilization, forced abortions, uh, because they are trying to uh, stamp out the, the lineage. Uh, they are making some Uyghur women marry uh, Han men because they believe that the Han race is, is the better race, the more pure race. Um, and they want to get rid of what they deem any sort of, you know, uh, extremist Muslim behavior, which to them, you know, any type of observance is extreme. And then if you look at Chinese churches, what happens to Chinese churches? Well, you can, quote unquote, have a church, but it has to be sanctioned and approved and regulated by the state. And what have they done in Chinese churches? They've taken the picture of Jesus off the wall. They've replaced it with a picture of Xi Jinping. They've edited the Bible. So the Bible you read in China, unless you get something underground, it's not the Bible that we read here in the United States and, and in the free world. And we know that they're arresting Catholic bishops and priests uh, every day in Hong Kong. Uh, the Catholic Church, I think, I'm not a Catholic, I'm Jewish, so who am I to say this? But I think uh, the Catholic Church should be doing much more to speak out for the plight of what's happening to Catholics in Hong Kong um, and in China. I think it's been a very weak and tepid response. It's, it's certainly not how the Catholic Church de dealt with the Soviets. Um, so if you if you care uh, not only about, you know, like we talked about the giant uh, militarization, they have a larger Navy with us. Uh, they are rapidly expanding their nuclear arsenal to be competitive and on par with ours. Um, if you look at religious liberty, if you if you look at every metric, if you look at the U.N. and all of the major international organizations, China is not going to rest until they can control the region and they can tell the United States and international waters where they can and can't go. And China won't rest until eventually uh, they are their principles. The, the Communist Party principles are what governs the world order. And I don't think I, I think we're waking up to it in America. I really do. I, at least I get the sense that people are starting to understand the threat. I think our German friends and some of our other friends in Europe have 
have their have not only the head in the sand, they've almost buried their entire body in the sand, ignoring this problem. And Judge Weinberg, did you have a quick question for Morgan Ortegas? Morgan, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. I wanted to ask you just for a moment. I see Iran being an enormous threat as well, and yet there's yes, demonstrations going on in Iran, and you hear the deafening silence of the Biden administration. What are they doing to support that attempt, and what are we doing about containing Iran? Uh, I totally agree with you on the Iran issue. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, I see the Biden administration having no strategy for Iran at the moment. Their strategy coming in was they wanted to uh, reverse the maximum economic pressure campaign that we put on the Iranian regime uh, when I was uh, at Pompeo State Department. Uh, They wanted to reverse that max economic pressure campaign and to get uh, Iran back into the JCPOA, which is the flawed Iran nuclear deal. So the Iranians did what they do best, which is they led them around for 15, 18 months, uh, you know, convincing them that they wanted to negotiate the entire they, And the rest of us knew what was going on, right? The Iranians had no real intention actually of getting back in the deal. They just kept prolonging and prolonging uh, and prolonging the, the negotiations in Vienna. And by the way, we weren't even negotiating directly. The Russians, yes, the same Russians that Biden says are the worst, Russia, worst you know, regime on the planet at the moment, uh, he allowed them to negotiate on our behalf in Vienna. So those negotiations have failed, and I think that they have no plan B. They thought they'd be able to get back into the JCPOA. Uh, and because they are doing nothing, Iran nefarious, Iran's nefarious activity is matriculating. Uh, you look at what's happening in Ukraine right now. Ukrainians are dying from Iranian-made drones and other uh, military support that Iran is providing to Russia. Uh, they, the, the, this administration has made their own Russia policy a complete laughingstock uh, by how they have just sat by why the Iranian regime supports and helps the, the very Russians that they claim that we are fighting. And not only that, you've seen over the past two months uh, since the death of Masa Amini, the young woman who was killed in Iran by the religious police or the crime is showing her hair, uh, you've seen young women, teenage girls, uh, people standing up around Iran with the with the with the chance with the mantra women life freedom and that's because the women there are tired of being terrorized by their government they're tired of hundred percent freedom thank you so standing up thank you Morgan or Ortegas for all that you do and we are coming up on a hard break and we welcome you back anytime to cats at night thank you so much thank and you thank you. you when we come back we are talking to the mooch Anthony Scaramucci we'll talk about FTX we're going to talk about the markets keep it right here cats at night. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 